0: chapter 4 of the bobsy twins at school this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by rachel the bobsy twins at school by laura lee hope chapter 4 home in an auto down on his four legs dropped the big white dog and with another wag of his fluffy tail he came straight for flossie be careful warned mamma bobbsey he won't hurt her declared bert that's a good dog anyone can tell that here doggie come here he called but the dog still advanced toward flossie who shrank back a bit timidly you never can tell what dogs will do said mrs bobbsey it is best to be careful i guess he knew what flossie said to him spoke up freddie he knows we like dogs the dog barked a little, and coming up to where Flossie was, again stood on his hind legs. "'That's a queer trick,' said Mr. Bobbsey. "'I guess this dog has been trained. He probably belongs around here.' "'I wish he belonged to us,' sighed Nan. Like Flossie and Freddie, she too loved animals. "'Maybe we can keep him if we don't find Snoop,' suggested Freddie. "'Oh, Papa, will you get Snoop back?' And Freddie's voice sounded as though he was going to cry yes yes of course i will said mr bobbsey quickly he did not want the children to fret now with still quite a distance yet to go home and that in a trolley car there were bundles to carry weary children to look after and mrs bobbsey was rather tired also no wonder papa bobbsey thought he had many things to do that night come along children called mrs bobbsey it is getting late and we are only about halfway to the trolley oh dear if that circus had to be wrecked i wish it could have waited until our train passed are you very tired asked her husband i can take that valise indeed you'll not you have enough lemme have it massa bobbsey pleaded dina i ain't carrying half enough it's powerful strong i is nonsense dina said mr bobbsey i can manage and your arms are full i-i wish she had snoop said freddie but he was so interested in watching the queer dog that he half forgot his sorrow over the lost cat the dog seemed to have made great friends with flossie she was patting him on the head now for the animal after marching about on his hind legs was down on all fours again oh mamma he's awful nice exclaimed flossie he's just as gentle and he's soft like the little toy lamb i used to have indeed he does seem to be a gentle dog said mrs bobbsey "'But come along now. Don't pet him any more, or he may follow us. Flossie, and whoever owns him, would not like it. Come on.' "'Forward march!' called Freddy, strutting along the moonlit path, as much like a soldier as he could imitate, tired as he was. The Bobsies and their faithful Dina started off again toward the distant trolley that would take them to their home. The dog sat down and looked after them. I, "'I wish he was ours,' said Flossie wistfully, waving her hand to the dog. The Bobsies had not gone on very far before Nan, looking back, called out, "'Oh, Papa, that dog is following us!' "'He is!' exclaimed Mr. Bobbsey. "'That's queer. He must have taken a sudden liking to us. But I guess he'll go back where he belongs pretty soon. "'Are you getting tired, little fat fireman? And you, my fat fairy?' "'Oh, no, Papa,' laughed Flossie. "'I sat down so much in the train that I'm glad to stand up now.' "'So am I,' said Freddy, who made up his mind that he would not say he was tired if his little sister did not. And yet, truth to tell, the little fat fireman was very weary. On and on went the Bobsy family, and soon Bert happened to look back and gave a whistle of surprise. "'That dog isn't going home, Papa,' he said. "'He's still after us, and look! Now he's running!' They all glanced back on hearing this. Surely enough the big white dog was running after them, wagging his tail joyfully and barking from time to time. This will never do!" exclaimed mr Bobbsey. Whoever owns him may think we are trying to take him away. I'll drive him back. Go home! Go back, sir!" exclaimed Papa Bobbsey in stern tones. The dog stopped wagging his tail. Then he sat down on the path and calmly waited. mr Bobbsey walked toward him. Oh, don't! Don't whip him, papa!" exclaimed Flossie. I don't intend to, said mr Bobbsey, but I must be stern with him or he will think I'm only playing. Go back! he cried the dog stretched out on the path put his head down between his forepaws he he looks sad said freddie maybe he hasn't any home papa oh of course a valuable dog like that has a home declared bert but maybe they didn't treat him kindly and he's looking for a new one suggested nan hopefully he doesn't seem ill-treated spoke mrs bobbsey oh i do wish he'd go back so we could go on Mr. Bobbsey pretended to pick up a stone and throw it at the dog, as masters sometimes do when they did not want their dogs to follow them. This dog only wagged his tail, as though he thought it the best joke he had ever known. Go back, go back, I say, cried Papa Bobbsey in a loud voice. The dog did not move. I guess he won't follow us any more, went on Mr. Bobbsey. Hurry along now, children. We're almost at the trolley. He turned away from the dog, who seemed to be asleep now, and the family went on. For a minute or two, as Nan could tell by looking back, the dog did not follow, but just as the Bobbseys were allowed to make a turn in the path, up jumped the animal and came trotting on after the children and their parents, wagging his tail so fast that it seemed as if it would come loose. "'Is he coming?' asked Flossie. "'He certainly is,' answered Bert, who was in the rear. "'I guess he wants us to take him home with us.' "'Oh, let's do it!' begged Flossie please papa please pleaded freddie we haven't got snoop now so let us have a dog and i'm sure we could teach him to do tricks he's so smart and so he's coming after us still exclaimed mr bobbsey well i don't know what to do and he came to a stop on the path couldn't we take him home just for tonight asked nan and then in the morning we could find out who owns him and return him oh please do begged freddie and flossie impulsively "'But how can we take him on a trolley car?' asked Mr. Bobbsey. "'The conductor would not let us.' "'Maybe he would if he was a kind man,' suggested Freddy. "'We could tell him how it was and how we lost our cat.' "'And our silver cup,' added Flossie. "'Well, certainly the dog doesn't seem to want to go home,' said Mr. Bobbsey, "'after he had tried two or three times more to drive the animal back. "'But it would not go.' "'Go on a little farther,' suggested Mrs. Bobbsey by the time we get to the trolley he may get tired and go back and if we want to lose him i think we can by getting on the car quickly but i don't want to lose him cried freddie no no said flossie we want to keep him he can run along behind the trolley car i'll ask the motorman to go slow papa my this has been a mixed-up day sighed mr bobbsey i really don't know what to do the dog seemed to think that he was one of the family now he came up to flossie and freddie and let them pat him his tail kept wagging all the while. "'Well, we'll see what happens where we get to the trolley,' decided Mr. Bobbsey, thinking that there would be the best and only place to get rid of the dog. "'Come along, children.' Freddie and Flossie came on the dog between them, and this seemed to suit the fine animal. He had found friends now, he evidently thought. Mr. Bobbsey wondered why so valuable a dog would leave its home, and he was very much puzzled as to what he should do if the children insisted on keeping the animal.' and if it came aboard the trolley car. "'There's the car!' exclaimed Bert, as they went around another turn in the path and came to a road. Down it could be seen the headlight of an approaching trolley, and also the twin lamps of an oncoming automobile. "'Look out for the auto, children!' cried Mrs. Bobbsey. They stood at the side of the road, and as the auto came up, the man in it slowed down his machine. It was a big car, and he was alone in it. "'Well, I do declare!' exclaimed the ottoist, as the engine stopped. "'If it isn't the Bobsey family, twins and all! "'What are you doing here, Mr. Bobsey?' "'Why, it's Mr. Blake!' exclaimed Mr. Bobsey, "'seeing that the ottoist was a neighbour and a business friend of his. "'Oh, our train was held back by a circus wreck, "'so we walked across lots to the car. "'We're homeward bound from the seashore.' "'Well, well, a circus wreck, eh? Where'd you get the dog?' "'Oh, he followed us,' said Mrs. Bobsey.' "'And we're going to keep him, too!' exclaimed Flossie. "'And take him in the trolley with us,' added her little brother. "'Well, well!' exclaimed Mr. Blake. "'Say, now, I have a better plan than that,' he went on. "'Why should you folks go home in a trolley, when I have this big empty auto here? "'Pile in all of you, and I'll get you there in a jiffy. "'Come, Dina, I see you, too.' "'Yes, sir, massa Blake, as he Can't lose old Dinah. "'But we lost our cat, Snoop,' said Flossie regretfully. And we nearly ran over an elephant, added Freddie, bound that his sister should not tell all the news. Well, get in the auto, invited mr Blake. Do you really mean it? asked mr Bobbsey. Perhaps we're keeping you from going somewhere. Indeed not. Pile in and you'll soon be home. Can't we bring the dog, too? asked Flossie. Yes, there's plenty of room for the dog, laughed mr Blake. Lift him in. But the strange dog did not need lifting. He sprang into the tonneau of the auto as soon as the door was opened. Mr. and Mrs. Bobbsey lifted in Flossie and Freddy, and Nan and Bert followed. Then in got Papa and Mama Bobbsey, and Mr. Blake started off. "'This is lovely,' said Mrs. Bobbsey with a sigh of relief. She was more tired than she had thought. "'It certainly is kind of you, Mr. Blake,' said Papa Bobbsey. "'I'm only too glad I happened to meet you. Are you children comfortable?' "'Yep,' chorused Freddy and Flossie. "'And the dog?' "'We're holding him so he won't fall out,' explained Flossie. She and her little brother had the dog between them. On went the auto, and with the telling of the adventures of the day the journey seemed very short. Soon the Bobsy home was reached. There were lights in it for Sam, the colored man, had been telephoned to, to have the place opened for the family. Sam came out on the stoop to greet them and his wife Dina. "'Here we are,' cried Papa Bobsy. "'Come, Flossie, Freddy, we're home.' Flossie and Freddy did not answer. They were fast asleep, their heads on the shaggy back of the big dog. End of chapter 4